Hello everyone, welcome to the set. Thanks for joining us here today. Trump doesn't have presidential immunity in 2020 election case appeals court rules um, for his efforts, so-called, to overthrow the government in 2020 when he lost the election and said it was fraud. So this is an article by Madeleine Hubert from justthenews.com. Former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on alleged crimes related to the 2020 election. A federal appeals court said Tuesday in a major blow to the former president's defense against charges brought against him by special counsel Jack Smith. For the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become citizen Trump with all the defenses of any other criminal defendant. But any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution, the court wrote, according to CNN. The unanimous ruling came from two judges appointed by President Joe Biden and one judge appointed by former President George H.W. Bush. So these are biased judges. Uh, a, a judge even appointed by Bush, who was a Republican president, is typically someone who is a part of the establishment and hates President Trump, and then no need to say anything about the judges appointed by Joe Biden. And they're supposed to be, um, you know, independent from politics, just appointed as judge, and then they have to make their rulings based on the facts. But there's an absolute bias, and we've seen the pattern of where you have these Democratic DAs, judges, prosecutors that go after Trump, in political ways that nobody other than Trump would have been gone after in those ways and for such jokes, things that he didn't even do. Trump is able to directly appeal the decision to the Supreme Court or he could ask the full D.C. Circuit Court to hear the case again. Before the court issued its decision, Trump wrote Monday evening in all capital letters on Truth Social. If immunity is not granted to a president, every president that leaves office will be immediately indicted by the opposing party. Without complete immunity, a president of the United States would not be able to properly function. Because they would be busy defending themselves and being scared of prosecution after they leave office, even if it's politicized prosecution. That's the message that Trump is saying. And... If you go after Trump for such jokes, imagine when Joe gets out of office, what Republican judges will be going after him for, because that's the standard. You go against your political opponents, and if you're a judge that was appointed by a Republican, you go after a Democrat. Trump had similarly argued last Monday, month in Georgia that presidential immunity shields him from state criminal charges related to the 2020 election, although it is unclear whether the federal appeals court ruling will influence the state case. The former president has pleaded not guilty to all criminal charges he faces. And we don't even know what these charges are. I, mean, I don't Right, it wasn't incitement of an insurrection. They didn't even charge the people that were so full involved in the insurrection for insurrection. And for trying to overthrow the government. None of these people that were arrested on January 6th were arrested 
were trying to overthrow the government. They were arrested for trespassing and other minor crimes compared to overthrowing the government. Um, and they want to take them off the ballots and say Trump tried to overthrow the government and anyone that does that can't run for president. But nobody was put into prison and had charges brought against them of insurrection or trying to overthrow the government. Uh, none of these people that Trump so-called incited to making that insurrection. Let's see what else is here. Biden's new emergency authority and border bill wouldn't truly shut down border, expert says. This is according to um, the article, Nicholas Balassi. The recently released bipartisan Senate border deal includes a new emergency authority that doesn't truly shut down the border to prevent illegal crossings, says a leading immigration policy expert. Illegal immigrants could attempt to enter the U.S. at the ports of entry, even if the emergency authority gets triggered, which is if 5,000 people come in per day, the border gets shut down, but people will still be able to get through the border at the ports of entry. According to Mark Krikorian, an immigration policy expert at the Center for Immigration Studies and confirmed by a Democrat senator who helped negotiate the language of the bill. Under the new authority included in the bill, which I just mentioned, President Biden would have the power to close the southern border if Im immigrant encounters reach an average of 5,000 per day over a seven-day period. By the way, Biden would have the authority... Um, would have the power to close the border. What if he doesn't want to, right? He likes illegal immigration. What if he doesn't want to shut the border? Just like he doesn't want to sign his executive orders, that the Remain in Mexico stuff. It's not like a bill that just shuts down the border. You still need the president's involvement. Yep. It'll also give me, as president, the emergency authority to shut down the border until it can get back under control, Biden said last week prior to the official unveiling of the legislation. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. Oh. By the way, I believe that he would at this point in time. And Jim Jordan on Fox, uh, I think it was on Fox, said that we shouldn't pass this bill because Biden's not going to enforce it. And I, I see it as a fear argument. Biden had no interest in upholding the current laws of immigration or illegal immigration, and he undid these executive orders that Trump put in place that caused that less and less people should be coming here illegally because they didn't have the incentive of being able to get in, right? And now with the executive orders away, remain in Mexico away, it, you can get in easily. So Joe Biden had no interest in securing the border, this bill would give him the choice to shut it down. What tells you that he would shut it down? So I think he will. And it's the same reason why this bill is here before us now. Because Democrats in power were ignoring the border issue. Except for one bill they passed when Joe Biden came into office. As an excuse for why he got rid of the executive order. So we're going to pass a bill of security the border, which was full of crap. It was called border security bill, but so much of it had to do with other things that Republicans weren't willing to sign off on. Not that they weren't willing to sign off on border security. 
And Joe Biden doesn't want to secure the border through the executive orders that he could put in place and sign off on because then, where were you till now? You had the executive power to do it until now, and Democratic voters aren't going to be bought out by that. So this idea of this bill was to push Republicans into a corner where Joe Biden says, I can't secure the border under the current laws, and if you pass this bill, I will secure it. And so... If Republicans pass this bill, Joe Biden will secure the border, and he'll say, for the last three years, until this bill was passed, I didn't have the ability to secure the border, and that's why we had this problem of illegal immigrants that came across in these mass numbers. And this bill gave me the ability to shut it down. So I disagree with Jim Jordan. Joe Biden will use that bill to secure the border. But that's not a reason why Republicans should have to now vote on that bill. Well, they want the border secured well. Joe Biden can secure it without the bill. But he said he would only do it if they pass the bill. Well, what if he says they have to make jumping jacks? What if he says they have to eat three watermelons in 10 minutes and they're able to do it? Do they have to do it because Joe Biden said that that's the only way they're going to secure the border? No, 100% not. They don't have to give him a political win. And he they don't have to become his fool. And he can't play around with them and just say, Oh, I, I want a political game here to be won by me where I could say I didn't have the power to do it until now to so pass that bill to secure the border. Yes, they may care about the border, but politics is also a big part of it, 100%, and they shouldn't pass it for political reasons because Joe Biden has no interest in securing the border. If he gets in in 2024, he will again open the border, um, and he will not enforce this bill at that point in time. And notice this bill doesn't just stop illegal immigration. It gives the power, as I mentioned already, to the president to stop the flow of illegal immigration. If he's back in in 2025, and not only him, or Democrats are in, right? This is not just about Joe Biden. This is Democrats wanting this bill to pass. Um, so that way they, it can help them win in the general election, even with a different not a candidate being the nominee, because I don't think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. And that person will get into the White House and will not uphold the laws of securing the border. It's as clear as that. And we will have a continuation of the crisis. And this bill will help Democrats to win. So Republicans have a very fair reason to say we will not pass this bill, which will give you a political win, when you will now secure the border for a little bit to say, look, we're doing everything we can to take care of the border crisis that we really blew up. Democrats, Democratic politicians did that in the hopes of convincing Democratic voters to vote for them again. Republicans shall not give in. While the Border Closure Authority has filled news headlines such as what's in the Senate's bipartisan border security bill and how it would shut down illegal crossings in the Wall Street Journal, attempted illegal crossings could still take place at ports of entry. Krikorian explained. If this border emergency thing is invoked, if there is more than 5,000 people or whatever it is at the border, there's a provision that specifically says that if the, that emergency measure is in place, DHS is still required to let a minimum of 1,400 inadmissible aliens through the ports of entry every day minimum, Krikorian said in an interview with Just the News on Monday. Wait. So we shut down the border. There are 5,000 people coming in every day. And we say, uh, no, not 5,000 today. 
that 5,000 every day, which is a total of over a million people a year, which is a crisis. Uh, now only 1,500, which totals to 500,000 or something, right, per year. Minimum, we're going to have 5,000 illegal immigrants here to overwhelm the system, to cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars per migrant. This is not an effort to shut down the border. And, as I mentioned, it's up to the president to uphold what's in the bill and shut down the border. He has the power to shut it down, but if he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. The president and the Democrats see the problem not as lots of illegals are coming overusing asylum, but that it looks bad for them because they're coming across the border illegally. He added, Krikorian. Krikorian said, Chaos at the border can be seen on drone videos and images in the media, which looks bad for Biden and the Democrats, especially in an election year. Quote, that's what they want to avoid, and so if they all come through the ports of entry, then the problem is solved for them, even if it's the same number, even if it's more, he said. That's what they see as the problem, the optics. Senator Chris Murphy, um, the Senate's key Democratic negotiator for border deal, said on X that the border wouldn't totally shut down. Uh, quote, he said, uh, there's $2 billion a day in trade that crosses the border. Our economy would die if we closed the border. How about the people that die because it's open? And because through the trade trucks that come in their hidden compartments with fentanyl and cocaine, and the border security agents can't get a handle on that and can't do a thorough checking of the trucks because of the amount of illegal immigrants they're dealing with. He said further, we should control the border, which our bill does, not close it. Oh, control it. Not close it. I thought it's being controlled as it now is. Joe Biden allows them in. That's control. What's out of control? If not closing it. <laughs> Quote, there's just a lot of bad faith actors who want to keep chaos at the border for political reasons. Yep. Who is that? Joe Biden? I think so, right? Yeah, Joe Biden. Because he wants the votes of the illegal immigrants or the Democrats because they want the votes of the illegal immigrants? Maybe. Murphy's post was in response to a statement from Senator Ted Cruz of Texas who wrote an X that the com compromise bill is an utter disaster. In the original post, Cruz said, Murphy was bragging about what an open border victory this bill would be. As Murphy puts it, the border never closes, Cruz wrote, which is very transparent. Murphy had posted a thread with highlights from the bill including a requirement to the president to funnel asylum claims to the land ports of entry or more than 5,000 people cross a day. It's required of the president. And the border never closes, but claims must be processed at the ports. This allows for a more orderly, humane asylum processing system. According to Murphy, emergency cases that show up in between the ports still need to be accepted, and the ports must process a minimum of 1,400 claims a day. Murphy also said that the country's border crisis cannot be fixed without creating more legal pathways for migrants to come into the United States. It expands legal pathways to come to the United States, the Connecticut lawmaker said after the final text of the bill was released Sunday evening. You cannot fix the issue at the border without creating more legal pathways for people to come to the United States. This bill includes 250,000 new family and employment visas over the next five years. All right. Democratic Mayor 
in so-called sanctuary cities like New York City, who have taken in thousands of immigrants released into the U.S. at the U.S.-Mexico border, have been calling on the Biden administration to expedite work permits for their arrivals into the country. And that's really going to incentivize more illegal immigration. And I, I can understand where people are coming from when they say we have hundreds of thousands of migrants that are being supported and funded by the U.S. government, by the states, billions of dollars. It, just New York itself, it's, it's going to cost billions of dollars over the next few years, all these people that are here now. If we give them work you know, permits, uh, they then have to support themselves. The problem being with that is that it incentivizes illegal immigration even more. Right? Because if you get a regular job here in the United States, that's going to be the tip of the iceberg for people to come across. Because they can... A lot of people want the free stuff, but a lot of people also want to just get here and become rich in the U.S. Build a business. They can't do that now. Um, but that, right, so that's an incentivization. So we'll, we'll stop this article right here. It's a very long article. Um, and let me just say this about Eric Adams. Yesterday he explained why he's giving debit cards to illegal immigrants in New York City so that they can buy food, which again incentivizes illegal immigration. Right, you get the food. You don't have to get the food they give out at the shelters, and at the housing places for the migrants. You can go to the store, pick your food, pick your standard, and just get it. So you're going to see people coming from all over the United States to get these credit cards, debit cards. And he excused it and and explained why he wants to have that in place, the debit card as opposed to giving them food because it saves the city six hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, because you don't have to use the trucks to get the food to the shelters. Um, you don't have to then have people paid to give over the food to the migrants. He said it's going to save us a total of $600,000 a month for the city of New York, which is millions a year. Here's the thing, number one. It's not going to save us $600,000 a month because you're going to see many more illegal immigrants that are going to come here. Right? If you get a credit card where you can spend and swipe and get the food of your standard and desire, people will be coming here way more than until now. It's just going to cost us way more. We're going to have hundreds of thousands of more illegal immigrants coming from different states, specifically to New York City, to get these cards. So it may, as of now, with the amount of migrants that are here now, we stop doing the truck system, we'll be saving $600,000 a month. But it's going to cost us way more because way more people are going to come here. And so it's going to be way more than what we're saving. Basic numbers. Another point to be made here is, Wow, we're saving $600,000 a month. This is incentivizing people to come to New York City, but we're saving $600,000 a month. You know how much these illegal immigrants that are currently in New York? I think 180,000 people. 
um, the illegal immigrants now, that number in New York, is, you know what it's costing New York? Billions of dollars, right? You're telling me you're going to save $600,000 a month. And for some reason, where are you going to save that money when it comes to giving them the food in a way that incentivizes more people to come to New York City? Uh, I would think out of billions of dollars, if you're going to save $600,000 a month, you could find somewhere else to save that money as well. Scrimp on something else. I bet you this. If they really go through all that they are spending on these illegal immigrants, they can cut corners and save more than $600,000 a month without doing these debit card things which incentivize the illegal immigration. And this is getting people very, very upset, and rightfully so. You don't incentivize more people to come here when it's a crisis. And cops have been attacked by illegal immigrants. And I'm not saying all illegal immigrants are bad. And that's the problem with so many Republicans. They take it out of context. And they say, Every, oh, they're all bad. Look, they have the mopads. They're stealing. I understand you have a lot of criminals because it's an open border. It's open season for criminals and terrorists to come across the border. Why not? Common sense says common sense says so. And they come across. But the majority aren't bad people or you what no reason to assume so. When you take it out of context, the Democrats use it against you, the politicians, and they say, Look at the extreme Republicans. They're racist. They say all Mexicans are bad. And they're criminals. When no, the majority of illegal immigrants are just coming because they want, you know, a good standard of living. You gotta focus on the reality. Of the fact that we have a big chunk of them that are criminals. Even if it's only 1%, it's still a huge amount. It's a big problem. Fentanyl that, that kills 100,000 people a year. And the cost it's having on our economy. And the fact that, you know, some schools had to shut down for a few days to house illegal immigrants during weather storms. And the fact that nursing homes have been shut down and they threw out the elderly patients to house migrants in those elderly care facilities. That's so careful. That is so care. That's careless.